And even though Scott didn't get the joke last time, this is Education, episode 51. Take two. Like a week later. Well, yeah. about the last one um please listen to the rest of this one exactly well hopefully we'll um we might leave it up there as a tips on what not to do yes Mm. so um so uh news news any news for you nope but you have news i do have news i have a ton of news um the first and foremost is that now on the website there is a way to leave audio messages. Sweet! Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you who have questions or jokes or whatever, um, remember we have a clean tag, although I'm sure that we've gone over it a couple of times. <laughs> um, but that doesn't matter because, I mean, this comes directly to us. It's not directly right. put onto the... Uh... On the podcast. So. Or the children's ears. So be as dirty as you want to be. Yep, because we'll enjoy it anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, please call and leave a, or call or grab, pull your uh, microphone out and leave a message there at the website. Um, I am in the process of partially working on getting uh, a Skype account set up for us, too. So you could leave a voicemail on that once I get that set up, but listen to future episodes for that. And the voicemail is really, really easy to find on the website. It's a big, bright, nasty, banana yellow box. <laughs> and so it's it's really simple to use. Just uh, press the record, start talking. Yep. And uh, you can leave your name and stuff. If you don't want us to use your name at the very end, please tell us. Don't use the name. And we will cut that out before we put your comments up. Uh, in in the podcast or respond to them or make them available for everybody else to listen to. Right. So, yeah, please do that. And if you do, there's then, incentive. Yay, contest! Contest! Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I, yeah, we're going to run a contest. We have some keychains. Yay, keychains. Um, not the most amazing keychains you've ever seen, <laughs> but they're still kind of cool. They look remarkably like buttons that had been converted into keychains. <laughs> uh, but you can have your very own education.org and edgytsol swag. 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 Yeah, so uh, do so. Leave us a message. We will um, and uh, leave us your where to send it. Yes, uh, send us an email. Send me an email. Uh, my at email is scott at education.org. Or you can send me one at Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, all lowercase, all one word, at education.org. Remember, that's E-D-G-Y, not E-D... whatever. <laughs> not even going We're there, teachers. Somebody, no, because somebody will get the 
the wrong one and then why didn't you answer my email yeah so so, so drop us yeah it's kind of a, a hassle you have to drop us a line as well so that we can know where to send the swag but that's okay because if you drop us a line and say i got two people to start to listen to your podcast and you send me your real live uh mailing address i will send you a keychain and if you get two people to listen to us and tell us um, they need to register so that yeah. we know that they're official. Register on the site. We'll also send you a magnet. We got magnets still? Maybe. Sweet. I'll take the one off my door oh, man. and That's, put it in the mail. That is a sacrifice. Um, I am not sending anybody mine. <laughs> it's mine. Um, well, maybe. I'm not giving them my t-shirt. Well, but. That's true. That's true. I might, I might be convinced to with the right, with the right thing. I may give up my T-shirt, maybe. You got an extra one. I do, I do. So, oh. so there's the Uber Prize. If yeah. if you can do something that merits, that warrants it's taking really... the shirts off of our backs. That's right. It's a really big shirt too. So <laughs> I believe it's a XL, US XL, something like so. that. So. If you're small, it's going to get a belt because it would be a nice dress. If you're small. Long sleeve. Hit me. Target me. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that's the stuff. If you uh, leave us a message on the site and uh, if you also you can send an audio attachment uh, to the email, that's fine if you have your, if you want to record something in Audacity. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> These are the things we're looking for. Welcome to Education. Uh, edgy T-Sol episode. That's right. Yeah, we need, um, we would love to have you, our viewers, uh, do the kick-ins. Yeah, because it would be more, it, more fun for you and me. And so anywhere from, uh, between 50, let's do 53. Sure. Give them a few weeks. Uh, 53 to 100, because yep. we will be around that long, unfortunately yep. for you. Yep. And, um... Do that, and then go into. If you do that, that's enough. But what we what we would love is for you to come up with, pose us a question. Yes, yeah, because we uh, we'd like to start uh, making this a little bit more interactive and get your questions, get questions from you that we can uh, pose, so we can kind of fine tune this monster a little bit. Um. <clears throat> we'll also take comments about last. Um, However long shows, yeah. so all the way back to the, the yeah the beginning, so we know what you're talking about, and so we'll we'll start doing a comments section of the show. Yep, and uh, also if you want, just for fun, if there's somebody you want us to try to get in an interview, um, you can <laughs> you can send the name. Particularly if you if you have a connection to get us in, yeah. that would be great. Um, but we're gonna once I get the Skype thing set up and working, we're gonna run. Uh, are going to try to run Skype interviews as well. So I got a couple people in my head. Whether they will acquiesce to this nonsense is remains to be seen. But right. But uh, all that being said, do we have any more news? I think that's it. I think that the well is run dry. Yay news! All right, <laughs> onto the show. Is it onto the show? Yeah, I just was waiting for the bumper. Ah, there's a bumper. <laughs> Eventually. Quit talking, belly. My belly's talking. All right. So, uh, today's... 
rerun <laughs> is a big surprise for Scott. Um, he's never seen these before, including last time when we did this. Uh, we're going to be talking about the seven uh, errors of edu- in education. Things Basically, these are things that... Uh, if you go to the website and watch the Education Fellows video from Pop Tech, it's the slide that the dude throws up. And who's uh, the dude? Do we? I never managed to find out okay. who he is. Um, they say it at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. and I can't remember. And of course, I didn't write it down. Okay. Um, and he doesn't really address any of them. He just said these are the seven areas of education, um, which is lame. That's why we're doing it. We're right. taking what he should have done. Exactly. They should give us money too. Um, but they're not going to. Uh, so, number one. You ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Okay. Uh, classrooms are the primary delivery device. And I should disagree or agree? Well, it's uh, stated as an error. Do you agree that it's an error, or do you agree that it's not an error? Huh? I, I... Well, ag- let's go with, do you agree or disagree with the statement? I know classrooms shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, are they probably? Yeah. yeah. And particularly, particularly in uh, in our field, mm-hmm. ESL in particular, classrooms are considered primary delivery device. Well, I think in the EFL field, yeah, in the ESL I... field, maybe back in the states, mm-hmm. you can get the students to do a lot more outside of the classroom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think any foreign language, whether it's English or not, mm-hmm. you're going to come up with that problem because uh, outside of the classroom, yeah, I see what you're saying with the second there, language. There's just, yeah, there, there's no <clears throat> language outside of the classroom for the students to really uh, submerge themselves into. Yep, yep. Uh, so they have that problem. But um, you can definitely get the students doing a lot outside of the classroom. Mm. And you and should. should. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's one that, that, you know, it's kind of going to be two points of view and kind of the younger people are all right with the mm-hmm. classroom not being primary and the older people are not going to be all right with it. Right. And, and it's all, it's all, um, based on the administration. Mm. When I was teaching at the foreign language high school in Korea, I was, told not to give them any homework, not to give them any work outside of the class. Because I was teaching them conversation only, and conversation wasn't deemed, even though it was a foreign language high school, it wasn't deemed important enough. Uh Well, they just didn't want them communicating with anybody. It wasn't on the uh, high school examinations. Yeah, that's a big one to come back to, particularly when you're working overseas, because Japan has the same issue. If it's not on the test, then don't care. Exactly. So, um, I'd be curious to see when, uh, I see we have 17 people who have marked where they are listening from. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be curious to see what folks, if other countries are the same, at least, because my, my experience is primarily Asia. Right. And primarily Japan. And by primarily, I mean only. <laughs> um, and I think that's what they mean by primary too, is only. <laughs> So yeah, I'm curious to see what uh, what other people's experiences have been. Uh huh. So. But yeah, drag them. Not even drag them. Uh, send them out to do work outside mm-hmm. of the class. Whether, I mean, it could be still on campus in the form of scavenger hunts and things like that. 
to going to interview uh, people outside of the um, school environment. Yeah. And I say that outside of the campus. Yeah. Um, when you send them on the foreigner hunt, though, be conscious that you might not be the only one. Yeah. So? So? So what? It's annoying to be interviewed by globs and globs of high school people. Yeah, but in. since they're my students, they're not interviewing me, so it doesn't... No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> your, your students are interviewing me, <clears throat> and I know I'm guilty of it. I send them out I, when I was teaching high school, when I was in the high school here. Mm-hmm. I sent them out to Kyoto for Saturday afternoon, and they pestered everybody that they met. They met some nice people, though. Of course. And the tourists love it. It's the long-termers. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's go the locals away. Yeah. that are tired of it. But yeah, yeah that the tourists, it, it's it's well, cultural for them. Yeah, exactly. And the long term, long timers should shouldn't be in them touristy areas anyhow. That's exactly. the way I'm just gonna start looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the tourist open game, yeah, exactly. On a Saturday afternoon, you deserve what you get. Right. Anyway, <laughs> on to number two. Teachers are sage on the stage rather than guide on the side. And that's how it is an error, but it's going to stay that way for quite a while. There are definitely movements, and they're teaching movements away from that in the teacher education programs. And um, I won't say for for the most part the younger generation teachers because there's still a lot of new teachers out there that are totally sage on the stage. But education is going towards the student-centered activities and approaches and getting the teachers away from that. But I think it's still minority. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. Um, However, what, what I think happens a lot is people revert to what they experience. Uh-huh. And it is going to be really a long time before the majority of someone's educational upbringing includes sage on the stage stuff. No. Guide on the side stuff as right. opposed to sage on right. the stage. Sage on the stage. Say that 18 times fast. Which one? Whichever. <laughs> um, uh and so what they do is they, they automatically fall back into because teaching teacher centered stuff is easy. Right. Because you stand up there and say, Do this, do that, do this, leave me alone. Right. And it works. I mean, you know, to a degree. It doesn't well, work it works well. for you. Yeah, that's true. It, but uh, sometimes. Well, I'm not saying for you, you, but for whoever the teacher right. is. Well, and and it's like I said, it's an easy fallback. The the learner centered stuff and the stuff. If you go back and listen to a big rant previous uh-huh. that we've done, um, it's it's a lot more a lot more work, and it takes a lot to step back and let go of some of them controls right. that you're used to seeing as a as a teacher, and if you're living in a country such as Japan, that has a very strong idea um, with its old people on what education should be, and America's not out of that loop. Right. Um, Mom and dad want this much homework, and they want this, that, and the other, and they don't want to be bothered with any of it. 
<clears throat> and when my kids making a video, well, I, what, <laughs> I don't care. What are they making a video for? This How is can English they learn? Class. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, you're dealing with all of that stuff too. Right, right. But um, oh, I had I had a thought, and it just really, uh, yeah, it was a little painful. Sweet. But um, stretch. Well, okay. This this is what the thought was. Okay. S- Making the classroom student-centered, it takes a little work. <clears throat> Especially if you are not um, trained that way in whatever education courses or programs or upbringing that you've even, had. Even if you're trained that way, it still takes more work True. than a teacher center. True. So um, you have that. Teachers get too busy or, or whatever, and they don't have the time to plan it out. Uh, so they go back to teacher-centered. Or um, you have alternative programs for teacher certification, um, which I did, and, and they're great programs. Um, but you might not get all the training. Mm. Or um, or you find out these things in professional development, different techniques for student-centered, yeah. and you try it, and then... It's out of your comfort level, so you you go back to the right. old style. I think that's probably one of the highest percentages of why people end up back with Sage on the stage. Right. But it shouldn't be. Yep. Even though my daughter's name is Sage, and that's she's cute great. when she's on a stage. Uh-huh. But that's a whole different thing. Yeah. All right. Number three! Completely. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, the students are products instead of partners. Heck Yes! Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Crank them little buggers out. Exactly. Um, in, in today's, and it's getting worse and worse in the states as more um, individual states are going towards uh, s- across the state. Um, state proficiency test. Exactly. And so it's just... We make our money from how well the students score on these tests. I said no child left behind. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so it, it... No child pushed forward yeah, exactly, either. Exactly, exactly. We're all going to stand here and nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> that way nobody's left behind. Um, but this is something that when you are... If in the beginning of your, your career, particularly if you end up in a, um, particularly if you end up in a, a, a Kaiwa, uh, what do you call that in English? Conversation school. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, then, I mean, it's really the extreme of your students or products. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that the owners of all the, the schools are just businessmen. Yeah. And yeah. so they're just looking for a bottom line, how to make the most money yeah. and how to continue them and that's just pushing them through the book uh and then pushing the next book on and right right whether they're ready for it or not exactly Uh, um because you get money by selling them books too yep um to a certain degree and it varies of course you know spot to spot but this is still a problem even in universe in the the university setting Um, also well uh Students are looked at as, um, well, okay, teacher evaluations are based on student reviews, and that's it. Right. Well, at and, ours. Well, I mean, in most. I don't want to single Japan. us out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, at least in Japan. I, mean, I can't speak for other countries because I don't have enough experience. I know but... in the States, no, because right, right. this one tenured guy just and... <laughs> was butchered every year, and yeah. he was always there. Yep. It's the benefit of tenure. That's right. <laughs> in theory. Um, but, yeah, it, it's what the students, as are the students happy is what all the administration uh, a lot of times asks right and as long as the students are happy the quality of the education is can be secondary it can be i mean and note i said can be not is right 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 it still allows um a lot of leeway to make the students partners but then you're you're tailoring it uh the education more for things that will make them happy and and not yes. get the most learning exactly and yes, students can be happy and learn a lot, but you know no, sometimes learning just <laughs> ain't exciting. They have to be. They I need bamboo shoots and fingernails. That's all. <laughs> they will learn. All right. Uh, yeah. So be careful of the products versus partners thing. Don't be afraid to learn from your students. Right. And uh, actually, I just glanced at a newspaper article today that was given out in one of my classes, um, and I can't remember the name of the newspaper. And, but the, and this was a little extreme. Uh, somebody had written in asking about, you know, where, where should I learn teaching techniques and stuff like that? Response was, uh, I learned 99% of my technique, uh, teaching techniques and teaching methods from my students. Um, 99% seems high. Yeah. <laughs> um, 50... Possibly so so, so 60, he uh, talks on his cell phone and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. eats in class. Yeah. So I think the point that that I think it was a woman, okay. um, and I think the point that she was trying to make was more pay attention to the students and do bring them in more as partners than mm -hmm. than you know top down beat them until they right. submit. I just had um, for the first time this semester, uh, the students ran the whole class oh, and. We're doing Japanese mind, so they created the uh, comprehension questions. They did ran the vocabulary uh, part, and great discussions. and And I was just, ooh, ooh, me, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? <laughs> but they they did a really good job. I mean, they faltered in the, the teaching steps somewhat, but I mean, they've had no training, so right, of right. course. But they did a fantastic job, and. Um, it all comes back to also in making the students partners. If you open up the um, the activities or the assignments to allow for creativity, and and not just set in a certain way to do something, then yeah. you make them more responsible for their own learning. They they have more of a stake right. in it, and they're more willing to take some chances. Exactly. And do if you let them, you know, give them a little rope to hang themselves with generally they will show you some cool stuff right generally or you just have less students in your class which is fine too <laughs> uh, all right <clears throat> on to number one two three four uh number four number let me write that down number four uh that the stakeholders the students the parents the teachers don't need to be connected 100 percent of the time I need that cricket sound <laughs> it, it's on there. Uh, well, it might there. drop some in there. Um, Do you agree or disagree? 
crickets, more crickets. Well, I'm just I'm focusing on the parents, and um, you know, if they're they're sixty to eighty percent of the time, yeah. I'm, I'm very ecstatic. I'll take that. I, yeah, I, I will. Fifty percent, I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah, cognizant that they have children. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, 100%. Ideally, yeah, you do want them to be a, yeah. a, a 100% of in the In a perfect time. world. And but... then reality sets in, and um, you're lucky to get the students 80% of the time. You're lucky to get the teachers 80% of the time. Eight, pff, 20. <laughs> um, no, the, but the stakeholders, the... I'll you, agree with students, parents, and teachers need to be stakeholders. Mm. Okay. I won't assign an arbitrary percentage, but they just all need to be connected and uh, working Aware. together. In particular, between the parent and the teacher, uh huh. there needs to be some communi- communication. That way, you don't get situations like, why is my kid making a video in English class? Right. Because then the teacher, I don't know, sends the stuff home or whatever and says, this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, and the parents... <clears throat> parents can get behind it right and say all right that i understand um but a lot of times what happens is teachers does teachers you know plan stuff the students do it and the parents have no idea right and even if the teacher tells the students <clears throat> the uh, theory and the reasons behind the assignments the student the the parents ask the students oh, i don't know he said something I, I, blah 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 every day blah 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 blah, blah. I only listen to a quarter of what he says anyway with one ear yeah so um quarter of one ear oh that's that's about how much my students listen mm-hmm. but um yeah everyone needs to be on board uh everyone needs to uh be responsible for for a part I agree um, it's a little difficult, uh, especially in the states, um, in the ESL field, because it's um, well. When I was teaching in New York, and I had um, a very diverse uh, student population, ESL student population, I would need translators for mm. a lot of the different populations to talk to the parents. Yeah, because they just didn't have language skills. They wanted to support their kids. Um, as much as they could with their their children's education, mm-hmm. um, but <clears throat> either they had two or three jobs, yeah, yeah, um, or it was just there was a language barrier between me and them. Yeah, um, and I think this is much more of a of a standard education or not so much an ESL or EFL right. issue, um, because either we're dealing with like in university situation, you're not gonna you're not gonna be talking to any of them parents probably. And I don't, I don't think I have to. Yeah. I need to. And uh, because at that point, then it's a contract between the teacher and the student. Right. I mean, um, they're adults. So yeah. So if you're doing bilingual education in the U.S. now, or particularly high school, secondary, primary, um, <clears throat> that then you then you're this is gonna hit you. Right. If uh, if you're teaching overseas, perhaps at a conversation school. Uh, whoever's paying the bill and you need to, you know, have a little communication. So if you're te- teaching at a cram school or something like right. that, then yeah, you're going to need to make sure that you can communicate at least a little bit with the parents. 
But um, if you're, I don't know, you had a thought. Well, yeah, I just, um, I was thinking about the 100% of the time, and I know a lot of a lot of parents that I don't want to yes. be stockholders 100% of yes, the time. I agree. I agree. Backseat teachers, and, and they're just, not a lot of good comes out of it. Let me, let me succinctly wrap this up. Do you want to do this? <laughs> okay, then. Uh, all right, next. Moving on. Uh, this one I don't get. The words and text have a monopoly on literacy. Please explain this one to me because I don't get it. Um, literacy means being able to read and write, yes? Yes, yes. Um, unless they're looking at visual literacy or that... Um, if people are, are opposed to bringing in pictures... Into to books and things like that, to to help with lower levels. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what they're saying here. I mean, to a certain degree, words own literacy. It's like you know, literacy was camping, and the words <laughs> came around the hill and went pa 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 pa, and, and they got owned, and they got owned or pwned. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So all of you people who play um, D&D and uh, World of Warcraft will get that. <laughs> Everybody else will be like, what huh? did he just say? So, yeah, if you if you have a better understanding <clears throat> of, quote, that words and text have a monopoly on literacy, end quote, let us know. Yeah, what is, what's your take on it? Because uh, kind of I agree with this. Words and text do have a monopoly on literacy. Although, you know, if you're talking about other kind of literary visual arts or stuff like that, yeah, okay. Right. But that's a div that's not set out. I mean, literacy is being able to read and write as right. I define it. Right. Now there I mean, there's different types of text that you can bring in uh for all different um subject areas and things like that. For example, uh when I was teaching at the middle school in Houston, the social studies teacher was not only using his uh, world geography or world history textbook, he was having them read um, historical fiction mm -hmm. about whatever they were studying, uh, whatever unit at that time. And so they have this fiction, they have the academic text, and it's making a well-rounded education. Um, but it's still, textbook is text, Literature is text. I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, because if you have a book that's all pictures, then you can't read it. <laughs> right? Tell me if I'm wrong. S C O T T at education.org. <laughs> or give me an example. All right. Uh, moving on. Okay. Uh, that testing will tell us who. Well, what? No, what is happening and who is succeeding? Maybe there's what they're talking about with the other one. <laughs> There's your literacy. Testing is the end-all, be-all of education. Darn straight. Okay. When I was a little boy. Uh, so, what do you think? Um, again, I I think the states is is moving towards that. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Texas is moving towards that with its Michigan pioneered it. State examinations and uh, it's it's really sad. Um, no testing doesn't really tell us what's happening. It 
definitely doesn't tell us who's succeeding because um, it depends on how well the student does on test. Just as a test taker, it, right. it depends on a lot of factors. Yeah, and this goes from the standardized tests that the uh, current administration generally loves. And actually, administrators in general really, really like standardized tests. Right. Because <clears throat> that way they can compare to everybody else. But And it's easy it, to put the scantrons. They're cool. Is, I love that. That's <laughs> the best thing about standardized tests. Um if you but it can also go down to a poorly written multiple choice well i'm thinking classroom like a unit test yeah that's what i'm saying uh just a simple multiple choice uh matching test yeah well i mean particularly for efl uh-huh um what you get what sometimes happens is people are teaching a quote content class uh-huh and then they give them a test on the quote content and then grade them based on the English. Well, if you're going to grade them based on the English, then it doesn't matter if they have the content right. If you're going to grade them on the content, then you need to be more flexible with with right. what's in the English. And so, you know, it's I was talking to uh, Paul Goldberg uh-huh. about this. If you listen back, he came on twice. Twice? Twice. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway... But you know, test. What is what is testing doing? Is it testing what you're? Are you when you write a test? Are you actually testing what you're shooting for? Or are you testing something else? All right. So when you have these content classes, you have to you know decide which question is testing what thing. Uh huh. And so most people don't write good tests, and that's why I like projects because I don't write good tests. Right. Well, I mean, it can also go to a basic, a simple fill in the blank vocabulary word. Yeah. Uh, vocabulary tests. I mean, if you're including vocabu other vocabulary just in the sentence that they don't know, right? That just will mess up the whole thing. So I mean, yeah, projects are good. Yes. Testing is good if it's done well. Right. But generally, what you need to remember is testing tests how well the test taker takes the test. Say that one fast three times. I made a new tongue twister. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yet again. Technology will eradicate the above. Boop, 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 boop. You will be eradicated. And by the above, I mean <laughs> the previous stuff that we just said. Because it's above on the page, but they don't get the page. All right. Well, yes, technology is the end-all, be-all in education. That's what I and think. And the world. Yeah. I, robot. The end. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. And soon we're going to be building the AI software to just make its own T-Saw, edgy T-Saw podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. I would totally buy that. <laughs> It'd probably be much better. <laughs> Couldn't get much worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just as as with any other teaching tool, um, how well technology does is how well you use it. Right, and that, and I think you really hit the nail on the head technology is a tool like a hammer see because i was going mm-hmm. the whole way it's it, it nice yeah, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> i ride the short bus to school <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh, technology no to, of course technology is not going to solve the problem in fact <clears throat> in the wrong hands technology will make the problems worse exactly in particular, this this uh, connected Luther? connected one hundred percent of the time things. What what? In the wrong hands. Yes. 
Lex in- Luthor. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Crickets. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Too bad I don't have a like a clock so I can go back <laughs> and it's easier to edit this stuff in. Um, yeah, in particular, if it's in, you know, if somebody doesn't use technology well or correctly or in a way that I deem appropriate. Yeah, um, I mean, Call can, Lab can just be a, a huge waste of the student's time. Yeah. Or it can be a very valuable tool. Absolutely. So, but or keep in mind. some combination thereof. Exactly. Very valuable waste of a tool. <laughs> All right, so that is the long and the short of what we did last time. Too. Oh, that was number seven. That was number seven. Woo! Um, the end. Okay, see. Ya. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so yeah, we really, st- I, we, I am really sorry that I screwed up last time's uh, podcast, and we appreciate that you actually came back and downloaded this one again. Had faith enough in us to. <clears throat> Not make the same mistake, exactly. make different mistakes we'll this make time. Grander, newer, better, faster, stronger, <laughs> longer, whatever. Mistakes. Mistakes. Um, so if you agree or or disagree uh, with anything, leave us a voice comment and if, we'll if you uh, can clarify that words and text and monopoly and literacy thing, please send us an email and r- give us we know get. Exactly. Uh, the list is up on the website. Yes. For your perusal, um, it's in the forums as well. Yep. But we would love to play with the new toy that is the voice recorder. Yes, voice toy. So remember, keychains, keychains, keychains. Uh, while supplies last. Exactly. So once everyone out. So after that, out. that one person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We got a lot of keychains. We yeah, we got a we got a few. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening. And uh, there's the music. Yes, and um, we're going to try to do that. The next show should be part two with uh, Marcos. With Marcos, yep. About his uh, his book. His book. So we'll get into a little bit more detail and uh, stuff like that soon. All right. That's it. Thanks. Take everybody. care, everyone. See ya.